I feel like when I talk about Princess Polly, I sound so chuggy. Like, I just found out about it. <laughs> Two chuggy queens just made their first sales on Depop, and we're here to bring you the latest trends. <laughs> Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on our reselling journey. We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. Today, we will be talking about our best-selling items for the summer and then also gearing up for the fall. What are our plans and strategies going forward? Yes, big season change coming up. We might be shifting gears on some things, so we want to talk about that today. Yeah. So before we get into all of that, how's it going this week? What's up? Pretty slow week on Posh, (laughs) I would have to say. (laughs) I don't have much to report, but a few things. So I think we talked about this last week, but tomorrow I'm going to be heading back to Wisconsin, visiting more family, and we're going to be gone about nine days here. So for the first time in the history of my Poshmark, I am going to have to put my closet on vacation mode for a few days. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Big step. Which I'm like, I've liked in the past going on a trip and like not having, like if the trip's short enough. um, Yeah. And, you know, you can get back on time and then ship everything out that sold while you were gone. I normally am all about that. So you can kind of keep it rolling. But I'll have to put it, I think we decided I have to put it on vacation mode. Obviously tonight through... Yeah, through like Monday, and then that way I would have five business days to ship by the time I return. But I was thinking about it, and I'm a little bit excited because that means I'm like officially like off (laughs) this weekend. I don't have to send any offers. I don't have to. Don't even worry about sharing. Don't even have to open the app. And we have some plans the first few days of our trip to see some of our friends um, in Minnesota where we used to live. So. It'll be kind of fun. Yeah. I'm excited. It's really weird being on vacation mode. Like, I remember when I was in Arizona with you guys and you and Macy were, like, full-on posh mode and mine was on vacation mode. And it's just like, You're like, hand me another margarita by the pool. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be me floating down the river in Minnesota. Not a care in the world. So... I'm going to really try to enjoy that time and then I'm sure I'll be itching to get it turned back on on Monday. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. First official, official vacation. Nice. Then the only other thing's really new this week. I did go to the bins. I haven't been there since we went when you were here, Maddie. So I just did a quick little in and out trip. I got there. I timed it okay where people were already shopping in the bins when I got there, so mm-hmm. I don't have to wait at yeah. all. But then after like maybe like 30 or 40 minutes – they were taking the new bins off the floor and I decided I'm like, yeah, I found a few things. I'm just going to leave. So I only spent $8, but I got like, <laughs> I think almost 14 or 15 new items. So that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. So I went to the bins. What else is new? What else is new? Big news, a little retraction from last <laughs> week. 
we were talking a little bit of smack on Depop because we haven't made any sales over there and I've been relisting my entire closet over there. But I wanted to update that I made a sale on Depop. Yes. A vintage yellow dress. Wow. So, That's exciting. Is the label through like pirate ship or what do you do for Depop again? I offered free shipping on there. So I used pirate ship. Okay. Um, and then it was kind of weird how it works on Depop because I, 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 maybe they have other options too, but I guess I had the payment set up where it paid me on PayPal and they pay you like right away. So it's kind of different than the other apps mm. where you wait till it arrives. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm not going to scam anyone. Like I still sent it out. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we it might even just be pending in PayPal. I'm not really sure, but I thought that was a little interesting. <laughs> the money is spent. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> What's new with you this week? So in the same vein, I also had a sale on Depop this week. Wow, we are really changing our tune. (laughs) Uh, I think it was about my only sale of the week. So I was very excited to see that come in. I got a message asking if I would like lower the price a few dollars. And I was like, absolutely. I'm on it. Like, (laughs) Already done. (laughs) And she bought it. So that was exciting. That's kind of why I was asking about the shipping because I honestly... (laughs) haven't shipped it out yet and i need to know what what to do with it um okay i was wondering do you feel a little cool when you sell something on depop because i do i feel like it's like cooler than the other apps (laughs) i for a while i used to get the commercials when i on like hulu because i'm cheap and have the hulu with the commercials for like a couple Mm -hmm. dollars cheaper a month and there Mm -hmm. would be like the depop commercials and it's like so cool like everyone on the commercial is so cool and it's like I look at my closet and it's like it's not like <laughs> that but maybe like, making sales I'm like I think I'm just not the demo I'm not cool enough yeah for, honestly for Depop, but... part of it but then when you do make a sale it's like wow are we cool like <laughs> my eye for vintage just kidding <laughs> what brand was yours was yours vintage did you say it was vintage I don't I don't even know if I had a brand listed or if I just had vintage. I don't mm. even remember if it had a tag, but it yeah. was a really pretty. It was like kind of like a sheer yellow dress that was kind of like a midway. Oh, yeah. Nice. Kind of reminded me of in the movie How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Oh, the cover. How yeah. she wears a yellow dress. Yeah, it reminded yeah. me of that. So obviously, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> you tagged like hashtag Kate Hudson. Like I think in the description, I was. Stop! It was a guy in ten days vibes. <laughs> hey, it's sold hey, on Depop. That might have been the, the secret sauce. Someone so, was searching it. If you have a yellow dress. Add that iconic <laughs> movie. That's funny. Matthew um, McConaughey at his finest. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Otherwise, like you were saying, kind of a slow week for Poshmark. Last weekend, I was photographing a lot of stuff. I know I said I never have a death pile, but I had a death pile last weekend. I had some personal items. Welcome to the club. Yeah, it's <laughs> it was draining. I went to the Salvation Army the day before the 4th of July, and they were having 50% off the whole store. I think that's kind of common. Like around any holiday, they like have a huge sale and people go. Like it was mm. the line... I was shopping maybe 45 minutes and I was in the line for like over an hour. Like it was insane. Um, But I got a lot of good stuff, especially with the 50% off. I, 
I got to get over there more. It's really good deals, especially when you're used to the Play-Doh prices. It's like a whole new level. Yeah. yeah. The Salvation Army prices are awesome. So I got a lot of stuff there, which I was excited about. And then I had some personal items that I set the goal last week that I was going to model more personal items. And I delivered, even though they were dorky items. (laughs) No, I'm sure they're great. I tried my best. And I think it is still better than just hanging on the wall. So we'll see how that works out. But yeah, it was exciting to have like a lot of new listings, especially after the last few weeks of having like visitors in town. So not sourcing as much. It was fun to have some more activity on posh you're such a model now America's I'm, a model. I'm basically a model if anyone needs me to take pics for them one th- a last update just i know we said we didn't have a lot of updates but i guess we do i'm a little heartbroken because i just got a text today that tomorrow is the 90 percent off clearance at my favorite play-dohs in phoenix Oh, I actually got that message too because mine is now linked to the Phoenix one. Oh, yeah. you signed up. <laughs> yeah, they're all connected. I get the coupon. Five for stars all app. of that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, so you're going to miss it? I'm going to miss it. It says one day only, but I know last time it said one day only and then they <laughs> just ran it till it was like over. But yeah. I'm worried because I'm going to be gone for so long. It might actually be gone by the time I get back. But Well, and that guy the last time took all the items. I know. So. That was at the Scottsdale one. So maybe he not won't the go same to the one. other one. I don't know if he <laughs> – he might be not aware of Paradise Valley location. But. Oh, you know he's on that five-star Apple. So like. little little <laughs> behind-the-scenes info for the Arizona listeners. But <laughs> – So that brings us to our next segment, one of our new segments, which is our Posh News Update. Each week, we will give you guys an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, anything like that, or in the reseller community. So for Posh News Update this week, just a a headline that popped up we wanted to go over on the podcast is they have added a new badge for Poshmark ambassadors, which me and Maddie both are Poshmark ambassadors. If you don't know, it's a program on Poshmark. So if you complete a bunch of different items, you basically become an ambassador for Poshmark. So you have to make a certain amount of sales. You have to do a certain amount of community shares, like 5,000 community shares. That's like the hardest part. Yeah. And 10 sales. um, You have to have a certain shipping time. Oh, yeah. Days of shipping. Your rating has to be a certain amount. And if you check off all these boxes, then you are a Poshmark ambassador. And now if you are a Poshmark ambassador, it certifies you by putting a little badge by your profile picture at the top of your closet. I think it's awesome. I mean, especially since we already have done the work to get to that level. I think it only helps like if someone is looking at your closet and they see that at the top of your page, like it kind of just adds credibility like okay this person has been on Poshmark for a while clearly and knows what's going on so they're going to like it to me it shows like okay they're trustworthy like maybe for better or worse that's kind of how I read it or like if I shop and see someone's a Poshmark ambassador so that it's so I like that it's kind of easier to see now that boom like right at the top I mean I don't think it is gonna like (laughs) change the the game but it's it it does give you that um yeah if someone's looking at your closet yeah Yeah. it makes you look a little more legit 
I know. The only thing I wish, so it's like kind of a burgundy color, just like the classic Poshmark color, little like bubble banner by your picture. I like wish it was the blue check mark like it is on like other social oh, media platforms because be how cool. cool would you feel if it was like verified? <laughs> yeah, we should send someone email about that. That would be cool. We have some feedback. Yeah, no, I feel like, but it is cool because it is kind of the same idea where it kind of shows that you know, you've kind of been around the block on Poshmark a little bit have a little cred so i wonder if like dj khaled's remember how he had that big sale oh i wonder <laughs> if, if there are like, verified like, users yeah maybe that's like different because it yeah i guess it well, is a little different okay not to tie this into all of our posh news updates but also remember how like free people themselves are selling on poshmark that's kind of verified too yeah so there would have yeah. to be different distinctions for all of these different levels <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> But I agree with you. Give us. But that would be way check. cooler. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be flexed. I'm just kidding. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, because before when you were a Poshmark ambassador, I don't even remember where it said you were one. Was it like if you clicked your about? Yeah, I think you, you had really to write it in like... yourself. Like you had to be like, I just so you guys know I'm a Poshmark ambassador, or I don't know where. I think it like was I feel like way more hidden. Maybe if you look at their reviews or something, you can find it. But yeah, it was not front I mean, page. Most top of the of time, the you can kind of assume if someone's a Poshmark ambassador, like they have a lot of listings and, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I do like how it's now kind of out in the open, right at the top. All right. So every week we answer a listener question. If you have a question you would like us to answer on a future episode, you can DM us on Instagram at Sister Sue Posh. So this week's question is about counteroffers. Yes. So we had someone ask us on Instagram if we ever decline our counteroffers or if we always counter. And then kind of a question past that was when we do counter, this person kind of gave an example that they countered for like $2 more than what the original person offered. And then they kind of started regretting it. And they're like, what if it never sells? Should I have just taken it? Taken what I could have got? What's our take on all of that? I know we've touched on this before, but we still wanted to answer this question here because I think it's a really good question. Yeah. So what do you do, Maddie? Yeah, so we always counter offer. Even if it's like a super lowball offer, we'll still counter with like a price that we're comfortable with that would be like a reasonable flip for us to me it's like the fact that they even sent an offer it's like the door is open to make a sale (laughs) totally like like slam it in their face and not even respond and honestly I know I feel like on Instagram sometimes people are talking about like getting low balls and being frustrated like to me I I'm never really like mad like I feel like sometimes I'll send like a lowball offer just to kind of like start the conversation you know what I mean like how yeah you're hoping to meet somewhere in the middle is usually where people are kind of exactly trying with that yeah 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 I I totally agree like I think if you're the seller you never want to be the one that closes the door on a sale we always just keep countering even if you get to your bottom price that you're willing to go and they keep counter they keep counter offering lower than that just keep counter offering back at your same lowest price because you never know they might come back in a day and decide and they thought about it they really want it or you know i've even had like a few like a week or two later someone will come back and then they'll offer me my like lowest counter price yeah. at that time 
if it's still available. Yeah, I've seen people too where they get frustrated and like like I see a lot of like screenshots of like them declining a lowball offer and like eye roll emojis. I feel like that's a bad yeah. way to look at it. You always want to keep the door open for a sale, so I would recommend counter offering. Definitely. For the for the situation where you do counter offer only a couple dollars higher, I think we would do that a lot too where you'd kind of be like nickel and diming back and forth by like under $5 amounts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think now if it's a reasonable offer, I pretty much always just take it just to keep things moving along. Yeah. Um because I've had it happen too many times to me where I do counter like $4 higher and then they do end up ghosting and I always like regret it. I'm like, oh, I wish I would have just made the sale, especially if it's an item I've had for like a while and hasn't had a lot of interest. I feel like it's better to just yeah. make the money in the moment than have to wait around for just a few dollars because who knows how many more days you have to wait around. And sometimes if you counter even a couple dollars more and then they don't say anything and then you send them the offer for like the amount they said and then they still ghost just because like they weren't they're kind of out of the moment of like wanting to buy that item too. So yeah, the window is closed. The opportunity is not there anymore at that point. Yeah, Yeah, especially thinking about too, like if if the price that they counter at is a price that you would maybe send an offer for on like a closet clear out day or like if you're using the friday method of like from recloth collection like a lower price maybe than like you know the top price you could sell it for but still like a good flip i feel like i barely counter offer anymore i think like, yeah unless it's more like than having a certain certain price like in mind of like i'm wanting to make this exact amount for something i think just making just looking at your profit that you will make and if it's reasonable i would just accept and okay if it's kind of in a because i think there's like a few different like ranges with when it comes to people sending like a a lower offer like sometimes it's like a true lowball offer where they're sending you like i want the shirt for like five dollars and you're like after all the posh fees i'm basically just sending it to you for free yeah um Obviously, in those situations, you definitely just want to counter. And then there's the situations where maybe it's less than what you were wanting to accept, but it's, you know, within like five to $10 of where you were kind of shooting for. If you're still wanting to counter, but not wanting, if, if you're kind of on the fence, we also recommend in the bundle, sending them a message before you do anything with like accepting or countering, just send them a message being like, hey, like, thank you so much for your offer. Would you be willing to meet me at what like a halfway point between what what they were saying or or explaining maybe that's the lowest you're willing to go kind of yeah. sending them a message to feel it out because sometimes people res- will respond right away and be like oh yeah totally that's fine and then you can feel confident sending a counter that they're not gonna like ghost yeah <laughs> but if that way if they don't respond to your message and a few hours pass and you're like oh i should have just accepted it you still can <laughs> so Definitely. then you're giving yourself a little you're buying yourself a little time there so yeah, that's kind of how we handle it. It's it's tricky. I think there's like a curve with it. Um, but I think overall, as long as you're making money, we pretty much always accept. Yeah. And I think for them, it's easier, you know, said than done. But try to just always look at your like costs and what the profit would be and not take the counters or like a low ball too personally that like the person's just trying to get a deal. They're not trying to like offend anyone or anything like that. Yeah. So. I, I always see like Instagram posts about this where 
it's like resellers making like a joke kind of of like how we get so annoyed when we get a lowball offer but like when resellers are buying stuff on Poshmark we're like notorious the worst about sending lowball offers to other people so that always makes me laugh and kind of think about it that way that they're not coming from a place of trying to like everyone's just trying to get a deal yeah exactly (laughs) okay so that brings us to the main event of today's episode. What has been selling for us over the last few months during the spring and summer? We pulled our sales report and we just kind of wanted to go over our best categories and some of the best brands within those categories. Yeah. So some of these are kind of obvious, like, okay, shorts and stuff, but thinking about where the world was at last summer compared to this summer, like, I feel like it's a totally different ball game of events and like yes what people are buying clothes for so we thought it was definitely appropriate to give an update on like what are we picking up and what is actually selling in our closets currently so I think the big one for you well it's always a big one for you but midi dresses specifically but dresses in general yeah I think last year was such like a slow time for dresses like you were saying but now like I don't know about you, but all the weddings that were supposed to happen yeah. last summer are happening this <laughs> summer, plus like all the weddings like from the last year, people getting engaged. Like I feel like there's so many events going on where people are needing to dress up. So like any wedding guest type dresses are like super popular right now. Um, yeah. And especially I feel like those dresses that are like a midi length, that's like such a trendy style right now. I think Definitely. looking at mine... Uh, my sales report, like the best brands that were consistently selling were like any like anthropology midi dresses. Um, there's like a Nordstrom brand. I, I think it's ASTR, the label. They have some cute styles, free people, Madewell, really any midi dress that's like a crocheted lace or like a, yeah has extra details like embroidery flowy sleeves off yeah, the yeah yeah off the shoulder any like midi dress like tr- little flare at the bottom little ruffle that's like super popular right now and i've sold a lot of those another secret dress category white dresses um yes. anything someone could wear to like a br- like think like bridal shower like bachelorette party like rehearsal uh, dinner honey- yeah, rehearsal dinner all those like events if you find a dress that would be suitable for those I would pick it up and I would also use those keywords in the description. So like anyone searching for like a bachelorette party dress or like a honeymoon outfit, they can find those there. I know Haley's Hanger, she is on Instagram. She's a really, really popular reseller. I think she just recently got engaged and she has been sharing a ton of stuff of like bridal event style. So follow her for inspo there. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Another top category for us right now is within the tops category, specifically like bodysuits, tank top bodysuits, really anything. I mean, people are wanting to go out, get some drinks with their friends. So this is like a go-to look, obviously, of like a bodysuit with jeans. So those have been a top seller for us. Definitely like free people. I've been picking up a lot more Princess Polly, the... Plato's seem to have those more often now and those have been selling really well yeah I think like anything with like a little puff sleeve or like a kind of more square neckline like with the bodysuits yeah or like those are like 
cool. Anything kind of like <laughs> dainty or like floral, like a I'm little not tie watching, in the front. I'm not watching The Bachelorette right now, but anything that like Hannah Ann would wear <laughs> is still like my inspo. a little frilly. Anything, yeah, like very like brunch, like girls' yes. night, like vibe. I feel like that's like the bodysuit. Yeah, aesthetic. and it makes sense. Like people are, you know, having more plans these days, so they're just wanting more of these bodysuits. So if you find them for a reasonable price, definitely don't overpay. Sometimes places kind of mark them up, but if you can find them at Plato's, you can usually find a pretty reasonable deal on. I'm thinking specifically Princess Polly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they just don't know that brand as well, but Princess Polly has been very popular for us in the last few months they definitely are more like a summery style overall yeah (laughs) definitely other tops i think any kind of the same as the mini dresses like anything with like a lot of embroidery or like a cool silhouette anything really detailed i think is selling well selling faster than more of like the plain jane kind of stuff over the summer here definitely And then our third category here that did well for us was jeans. Just never go out of style, you know? Summer, fall, (laughs) winter, spring, you always need jeans. And some of the best brands for us, you know, we always talk about American Eagle. So we're not going to talk about that today. (laughs) I would still recommend if you can get those at like a $5 price point, those do sell fast. So continue that. Secret blast from the past brand Abercrombie and Fitch. I've been having a lot of luck selling those jeans. And I know Maddie picked some up when you were here and you said those sold pretty quickly. Yeah. I bought another pair at the Salvation Army this past weekend and they sold the next day. Any like high rise, especially if it's like a mom fit Abercrombie. Yeah. Those have been doing pretty well. And I feel like the thrift stores don't have those priced like crazy high right now either. So definitely something to think about. Some brands, I think, over the last maybe six months for us that we've been picking up, Everlane, Good American, A Goldie, Maddie found some shorts of that brand. Like those all are a little harder to source um, at the thrift store. Like we don't find them as often, but when we do find them, they've sold usually within like one or two weeks, which is pretty quick. So definitely. Yeah, those are more things I find at like Plato's Closet. And if I have to pay a little more for, I will. Yeah, worth it to even pay up to like $18, I would say. Yeah. They sell fast and for a pretty solid price point. Jeans is a good transition piece going into fall. Definitely something we're going to continue keeping an eye out for. But we kind of wanted to talk about what else we're going to be on the lookout for this fall season. Yeah, so definitely... We'll be looking at sweaters again. We were thinking, too, of looking at sweaters maybe in the next couple of weeks here, just since, obviously, yeah. in, like, Phoenix and Dallas, no one's, like, wearing a sweater right now. <laughs> right. You kind of want to be ahead of the curve as, like, a reseller at the thrift store before everyone starts shopping the sweaters for themselves there. Yeah. Yeah, start shopping that now. Even though it seems insane to be buying any type of wool sweater right now in Phoenix, it is so hot. And I'm sure in (laughs) Dallas too. But now is the time because come August, people will be shopping for their back to school fall. That's like the time of year, you know? Definitely. So for sweaters, we kind of group it into two different categories, like the classic sweaters. I'm thinking like a long open cardigan that's kind of chunky 
you know, just like a gray cardigan thing. And then also we'll look for like sweaters with a lot of details, maybe with larger sleeves or some like embroidery or something like that. Definitely items going into fall and winter that people will be wanting for their wardrobe. I feel like too, maybe this is just because I still like I'm a fully remote worker, but tops for me is like the main thing. Like pants, who cares? Because like you only see me from the top up. Like (laughs) I could be wearing the same jeans every day and nobody knows. So like the sweaters, I don't know. I feel like that's probably for a lot of people like working in hybrid situations where tops are going to be the main way to show off your style you know definitely definitely and I think for like sweaters the ones that always sell quickly for us are like the more neutral colors like anything that's like uh, light gray or dark gray or like a tan or like camel color or even like a blush pink color those are like bread and butter for sweaters (laughs) definitely and really the sweaters can we've had success with a lot of different brands like I was looking at my sales report and I've sold a lot of just like wild fable, the like target brand sweaters. If it's like a current style, like those are still pretty good if you can get them for a really low price. So it doesn't have to be the, you know, super specific on brand either. Definitely. And then for jeans, we are pretty much going to keep our sourcing strategy the same for jeans. I think in the hotter months, we've both been a little bit less I feel like in the fall and winter last year, we were like really combing through the racks for like every jeans every time. But since it's not, it's kind of the off season category right now, I'm sure in the fall, we'll be back to kind of doing that again more so. Yeah. I think the brands we mentioned already, Madewell, Everlane, Good American. Pilcrow. Pilcrow, a Goldie, all of those we're going to definitely be keeping an eye out for. And then anything that has like a wide leg or like more of a straight leg yeah. with like 100% <laughs> cotton, I think is still the favorable style over more of the old, like more jegging style, I guess. But yeah. still, if it's like a classic high rise in good condition, I would still pick it up for a skinny jean too. Definitely. And with the like vintage style, especially if the brand isn't as well known, We've been modeling more yes. of the pics just to show what they'll look like, especially with the like straight leg. Sometimes it's hard to tell, like they almost look like men's jeans if you just like hang them up and it's like you can't really imagine your body in it. So I feel yeah. like the modeling pics do help a lot as a buyer. So for me, it's worth it to take those. I know one one vintage brand I've had luck with is rockies jeans no those are still really popular if you find those sell pretty quickly too is that still a brand that that makes new (laughs) i'm not i honestly don't know but i know they're vintage ones yeah i've i've sold a few of the vint like they clearly are vintage by the tag but i wasn't sure if that was still like (laughs) if they're making new ones yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like where it's like you, you know, you can find like vintage Levi's, and then you can also find like the yeah coming out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's. I haven't kept tabs on Rockies of what they're oh. up to <laughs> lately. But yeah, that's a good one to look out for. Yeah. I've had luck with Wrangler jeans in the men's section. Yeah. Um, and those are usually pretty reasonably priced too at Goodwill. And then for Levi's, I think the more vintage styles are what's selling quickly for Levi's. So like the 501s or the 505s are like the top ones that I'd be looking for. And then 
from like the more current ones coming out. If the, you see anything that's like the rib cage denim, the super high rise, that's really cool. Um, <laughs> Buy it. <laughs> yeah, the wedgie fit. That's my personal favorite. I think technically that's yeah. more of a mid rise, but it's just a, it's a really good fit. I think people really like it. At least I do. I wore those then, today, so <laughs> can't mine. go wrong. <laughs> you got me hooked on those too. <laughs> yeah, or really anything that has like more of a straight leg. Yeah, uh, still is the the. I think the ones that are people are looking for, and I think people that are looking for like a vintage style are looking at websites like Poshmark or Depop or Mercari to buy like secondhand vintage jeans. So if you can find those at a thrift store, it's it's a good resell. <laughs> Definitely. Going into fall, since you've had some success, obviously, recently with accessories and, you know, all of that, are you going to be on the lookout for that more? Like, purses? What about, yeah. like, shoes? Ever since I found that, <laughs> we always talk about the Christian Louboutin purse, <laughs> sold for 300 bought for four. Um, <laughs> yeah, I always look at the purses now and the shoes. Shoes, it's like, I feel like all this... You have to be really picky about condition at Goodwill because there's a lot that are like super worn. But if you can find uh, shoes in good condition, they flip pretty fast. So that's a good one to look out for. And then a secret category that I want to do more of this fall and winter is like outerwear and jackets. Because I feel like last year, those are uh, an item that sell for a high price point. (laughs) But we were running into trouble storing them because we both were living in one bedroom apartments this time last year. And it wasn't adding up of where they were all going to go. But I think that's one where now that we do have more space, if you do have space to store, I definitely want to do a better job of looking at the jackets this, this fall at the thrift store. Definitely. I had luck selling that one leather, kind of like an oversized blazer style, vintage black leather jacket. Yeah. And I I see that at the mall a lot. You know what I mean? It's still being a current style. So I definitely think. Kind of a staple piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our other plan kind of going into fall is just researching more brands, something to ongoing you know an ongoing process of learning new brands and keeping up on things our main like source of looking for new brands is just like revolve website <laughs> revolve.com yeah. because that is always so trendy they they're always being like featured by like instagram people which kind of filters down to like the rest of us normal people like liking revolve too so it's definitely a good place to see what's trending and see what styles yeah. to be on the lookout for and learn brand names because they carry a bunch of different brands. So definitely. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to our last segment, our favorite segment of every episode. It's our goals update. That is getting longer every time. Okay, (laughs) you left me and I was just going alone. Like, (laughs) I was here. I was here. Okay. okay. (laughs) All right. So we are recording this on July 9th. We are about almost a A little under a third. We'll go with a fourth, right? (laughs) Let's say we're about, we're at the very beginning of July. (laughs) Just kidding. So we'll be giving an update on our goals that we set last episode. So do you want to go first? (laughs) Yes. So I added up right now. I'm at $527. 
which is again starting i mean it's oh it's fine but it's not on track to hit 3500 like i want to do this month and i'm a little nervous putting my closet on vacation mode Mm. (laughs) but still okay start and there's a lot of month left we got like three quarters of the month (laughs) basically have the whole month left (laughs) basically the whole month and a stronger start than last month when I was oh, only at like yeah. $200 this time. So, you know, anything could happen. I'm not going to get down on myself. But I will say my other goal was to continue with my Facebook marketplace furniture reselling. And I have not done a good job of that in the last week since we recorded. I haven't gotten anything. So that's at a standstill. But I'm going to work <laughs> on it when I get back from my trip. I was like a little worried to pick anything up before because... You can't really I would sell list it. it. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like you got to be here for like the drop offs yeah. and pickups so of it all. So you meant to do this, like, I, I yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a second half of the month initiative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... that's kind of how it goes sometimes, though. Like, honestly, I would rather have you like struggle to find something than be buying all this furniture and then it not sell. So I think you know you're being choosy, chuggy. Just kidding. <laughs> You're being, what is the word? You're being selective. No, I mean selective. Yeah. No, it's good. See, that's true. Because I was at Goodwill the other day and they had these two, they were like completely clear acrylic chairs. I have seen some of my favorite furniture stores, but they weren't in that good of condition. And when I looked them up on Facebook Marketplace, there was like a lot of them listed, weirdly. Mm. So I couldn't do it, you know? I, I made the yeah. decision to pass. Yeah. Um, so you got to be picky with the furniture. I don't want to be holding on to two chairs for six months, you know? <laughs> got to play my cards right. Definitely. Anyway, how's your month going? <laughs> Not great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> my goal was 1500 I'm at 173 today. That's including the Depop sale. It's not going well, guys. I I was really excited. I listed all that stuff last weekend. <laughs> okay, but sometimes there is like a delay. Like sometimes. Yeah. Because I feel like you were really busy at the last part of June. So maybe you're seeing that kind of lag now in the sales. But then since you just did all that listing, like next week will be really good. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's not always right away yeah and I mean if I'm being honest I haven't been killing it with the sharing my closet sending the offers super timely so it's definitely in my boat to improve but also like being part-time I kind of take the pressure off you know a little bit sometimes it's you know you're not going to be able to get to everything every single day when you have other stuff going on too so it's summer. We're living our lives, you know? Sometimes things yeah. are busy. Yeah. So plenty of month left. I'm not – I don't know if I'm really going to get to 1,500. <laughs> I don't know if that's in the cards this month, but we'll give it a, we'll give it a try. I'm definitely going to we'll go give it a whirl, again. and you never know. Yeah. Keep you updated on that. I did – like I was saying, I listed new items, and I took some modeling pictures, which was my second goal of – taking more modeling pictures especially of old inventory which I know technically I took modeling pictures of new inventory but I mean it's going in the right direction yeah yeah (laughs) you're starting to take them and that's still something you can do the second half of the month uh yeah change the tide here (laughs) yeah 
So we'll keep you guys updated on our July goals as we go through the rest of the month. We certainly will. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We are always looking for listener questions, so feel free to send us an email at sisterswhoposh at gmail.com or shoot us a message on Instagram at sisterswhoposh. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen, and leave us a five-star review. You know, give us some feedback. Let us know what you like, what segment's your favorite, all of that good stuff. We'd love to hear from you guys. I'm like tearing up thinking about it. If anyone wrote us a review, it would make our day. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Love you, Maddie. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Will you do a pitch for people to leave us a review? Because, like, no one's left us any reviews ever. Like, yeah. Like, I feel weird asking you guys, but, like, come on. Well, like, seriously? Like, no Is one anyone else. out there? There, there, there. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs>